Hey, what up? Hello, everybody. Alex Kapitko here, centered from Reality Podcast. It is December 31st. We are almost to 2024. I feel like I just gauge my life now pre-COVID, post-COVID. Like, there was 2019, and now I guess it's just 2020 and beyond. But hey, 2024, it's going to probably be a pretty crazy year. So today to talk, I have uh, John Friesen. He's been on the podcast a few times, good buddy of mine. And uh, yeah, he's back, and we're just going to kind of reflect and look forward. John, uh, how's life, man? That's uh, good, buddy. Um, 2024 is kind of crazy for me. Um, started my new job and got settled into there and moved up within that within that job itself. Um, and uh, just had a lot of crazy experiences along the way, and um, obviously... You know, we have we dabble both in politics. Yeah. It's been a crazy year though too for that. I mean, it's like to the point where we can't even keep up with stuff anymore. We send articles back and forth to each other. Hey, check this out. Or, hey, check that out. And now it's like we'll talk about whatever comes up when we see each other. So um, time is yeah. a flat circle. That's yes. all I can yes. say. <laughs> um, what is like? What is the one thing like New Year's resolution wise? Like, what's something you just really want to do this year? Um, I think, dude, for me, it's uh, not to get all sombery, but. Uh, yeah, I think we're both of us just turned twenty nine, <laughs> and yeah, that's all our thing too. Yeah, the big uh, the big three O's coming, but um, you know, we're always about like trying to get to that next position, higher, better next position. I know you're, you know, in your process, you're in a little bit different position than I am though. But for me, right now, it's just more along the lines of, um, just enjoying it all, dude. You know, like yeah, the. Whatever company you work for, or whatever else, so it's gonna keep rolling on with or without you. I mean, unless you start, you have your own company, or whatever else. So I'm not saying don't invest in yourself in your work, but um, you know, just take a step back and really just kind of appreciate for what it is right now, though, dude. So, you know, I mean, obviously we have everything else going on in the world, and you know, sometimes you just gotta sit back and appreciate what you have here. So. Yeah, I was on a, I was on a run what last week. It was like pouring rain, but I I had to do my lunch break run. And so I go out there, it's just soaking wet. Of course, I forgot a bag to put my phone in. So I'm like, great, my phone's going to break. And I looked into the sky, but I was just like, can you stop raining for a little bit? And it breaks out, there's a rainbow, and it's the most beautiful run I've ever been on. And I was just like, you know, everything's just kind of random. Like, yeah. And I was like, you know what, maybe I just kind of got to stop being so like OCD and stressed all the time and trying to plan everything because you just, you never really know. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Now, okay, I want to start. I, I just had to start with this story. Mm-hmm. Florida teen allegedly shoots, kills sister after argument over Christmas gifts. And I'm just going to read you this. Yeah. A 14-year-old boy allegedly <laughs> fatally shot his older sister in Florida after a family argument over Christmas presents. Apparently, they were shopping. His 23-year-old sister was going to get like more gifts than him. And so <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just... It's just kind of insane. I don't know why I'm starting with this, but I, I feel like one of my takeaways from 2023 is that kids are entitled brats, and like there's just something wrong with the generations now. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot to unpack there. One, uh, first off, what was it? What, what state was this out of again? This was in Florida. Okay. Of yeah. So, yes. Florida. Two, allegedly. <laughs> True. Like. Can you scroll back up to the, to- yeah. the title? Okay. Allegedly shoots. And kill sister after arguing over Christmas gifts. So, I mean, obviously it has to go to trial and, you know, and, you know, whatever else. But, okay, so apparently she may or may not have shot and killed yeah. her. So are we alleging that she, that he, the, the brother shot and killed her? Are we alleging that she died? Like, there's, lots, <laughs> there's a kind of a lot to unpack there. 
Um, there's also there's something else to unpack here. The article also says the boys continued to argue at their grandmother's house after he shot this. So the argument continued at the grandparents' house after the shooting too. So like I, I want to know like this family in general. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's, there's a, yeah that's a that's an interesting title. Um, as it says in the house in Largo. I see. That's, yeah. I don't. I, I, there's. This is not like a gun debate. No, like, no, yeah. Issue. It's, it's just, just yeah. like I. I don't. I don't get it either. Um, like, what's wrong with? People? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Uh, article aside. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna say kids are entitled nowadays, just because, you know, what did the generation say about us growing up? True. You know, hey, you guys are so entitled. What do that? What do the generation say to our parents? You know, prior to them, and so on and so forth. Though, I mean, and that's just gonna be the human cycle, and I think just parenting in general is that you know you're always trying to give your kids better than what you had. True. So you know, um, entitlement. Yes, I think uh, you know it's, it comes back to maturity thing. I mean, those are good kids out there, one hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just think it's just you know society, wherever there's nuts in the in the system and. You know, they're obviously, obviously going to come to light because they do stupid stuff, though. But, you know, generally speaking, I feel like people are good and want to help each other. But, you know, you see situations like this, though, and then people make those assumptions and claims that, oh, all these kids out there are just doing dumb, crazy stuff all the time, though, or whatever else. Though. But you got to think, though, too, we also live in the age of the Internet where anything is automatically shared. So something like that might be one little – I'm not saying it's a one-off instance. I do feel for that family. But yeah, it's, not it's – Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it, – Generally speaking, brothers and sisters aren't shooting each other on the regular. Right. So, you know. It, it, I, I just feel like I talk to so many parents now and, like, if their kid's bitching or something, instead of just being like, be quiet or, you know, behave, they're like, oh, I recognize your problem here and, honey. Like, I feel like parents have become softer. And, like, also, like, also then you mix in social media and, like, kind of just the nihilism of the world right now it's kind of made the younger generations just kind of like numb i don't know i, th- I think it, from a parenting perspective dude i mean we've all seen it walk around the grocery store <laughs> or whatever else so you see the the ipad parents right oh yeah and <laughs> you, <laughs> last i checked those. you're not a parent i'm not a parent yet no. but um <laughs> you know you see some of those parents but you know talking to some of my, my friends that are that are our age that have kids it's like you know, they're stressed out. They're trying to just get to the grocery store. Okay, toss the kid the iPad so I can get my stuff done, yeah. whatever else. So, um, you know, when we were growing up, that wasn't really an option for us. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we had pseudo Game Boys and whatever else. So, but, you know, the, the, iPad, the iPad wasn't there. And um, I just think that uh, it's, it's a different generation now of parenting because there's certain things you can do to be a babysitter quote-unquote to handle the situation so you can get by and just not live in the situation of it so um do i think it's good no um it was kind of interesting like talking about like you know we all see these kids on ipads we think that the new generation is screwed it's like well the kids that live in my cul-de-sac i mean these kids are somewhere between i think six seven uh, five to ten years old whatever but they're outside running around playing mm-hmm. basketball. They built one of these. These kids built a fort. I walked outside one day. Hey, Mr. Freezing, you want to come over and see our fort? And I was oh, like, geez. Okay, cool. You know, these kids. You know, there is some promise. These kids are building forts. You yeah. know, that was that was our jam growing up, though. So, um, you know, it's. Uh, I do. I think it's good in the masses. No, but at the same time, you can't really. There's a lot going on with people, and they're just trying to get by. And you know, there's a lot of stress on people nowadays, though, too. Parenting and. You, you, I, I, I like your optimism. You have a, you have a much more optimistic <laughs> view of people than me. I think. <laughs> I, I, I just like. Hope for the best, prefer the worst, at least. Okay, that's, that's what I'm Okay, at. yeah. 
I, I guess the way I gauge it though is that I'm I'm pleasantly or even just super surprised when a kid actually talks to me, because yes. like so yes. many kids, I feel like the social skills are just not there. I mean, but there are good kids, of course. But anyways, uh, well, let's move yeah. on. But yeah, I just found that story insane. Of course, it's Florida, but the title's the only thing that has an issue. With me. It's just <laughs> yeah. like that. There's a lot. Yeah, I I don't know. Okay, so. <laughs> 2024 um it's it could be quite a year unless both biden and trump die before then then it maybe wouldn't be quite bad because like i think we're fucked either way and what i mean is like if trump wins you know my thoughts on him and i think we'd be bad but then if biden wins trump will still claim he won and like people will believe it again and biden's old and if he dies then kamala harris is president so like yeah what are your thoughts (laughs) um I don't want either of them. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. It's like if everybody in the United States now, I mean, I get it. Nobody wants to go do that job and takes a specific person. But of everybody that we have, like this is, these are the two that we are putting up to bat. Like this is, you know, Obama ninth and we need to hit a home run regardless of Democratic or Republican, you know, and these are the two that we have in the ring. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, do I think Biden's going to die? Within this year, probably not. Do I think he might die within the next four years, elected or not? Yes. Um, and that's scary because, like, you know, they might be already have the funeral plans for it in the, in the casket in the back of the White oh, House. Like, okay, let's get this man, you know, on the ground and move <laughs> on. You know, I, I got a feeling they're probably prepping for something like that, though, and they're probably grooming Kamala to be the, you yeah. know, to be the next president. Um, and, I mean, that's probably in place even before he got elected. Yeah, uh, totally. obviously, I mean, she's the vice president. Anyways, uh, with Trump, um, I, I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Um, I think, you know, there has been a change in the in the, uh, in the in what's going on with the Republican Party and people and the way they vote. And I think it's it's honestly, like everybody says, you know, we have all these polls come out or these states are going to go here or there, though. I think, honestly, it's and it does for voting come down to each individual person, but that's what it's going to come down to. And nobody's going to really be able to gauge that. So you might see some crazy stuff really happen. I really think yeah. you do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know much about like Schedule F? No, I do not. Well, so this is like, because I'm... I'm I, I hate the MSNBC Trump delusion, you yes. know, where they're like, oh, he's worse than Hitler and, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's a Nazi and all this stuff. I'm like, that's not what, no, you guys are making all of us never Trumpers look bad by saying that yeah. stuff. Like, I'm scared about what he what would want to do to the federal bureaucracy because, like, yes. Schedule F is basically they would make, like, 80% of the federal government um, right to work so they could fire pretty much, like, anyone he doesn't agree with and then promote, like, Loyalists. His people, yeah. And right now they're using AI algorithms to scan millions of people to try to figure out who is super loyal to Trump. So, like, pretty much within, like, the first week of his, of his administration, he could purge anyone that doesn't agree with him. So, and, and that's the stuff that, like, Viktor Orban's done in Hungary yeah. and stuff, which, and of course, they're all going to Hungary to meet with him. So, I, I, I worry more about that than the crazy tweets and the calling immigrants vermin and yeah. stuff, you know. And, and, I mean, the one thing I'm worried about, though, is just, it's the, uh, I mean, I think if Trump gets in there, I think the economy will rebound. I think, I think, yeah. generally speaking, the economy is going to be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, they're going to, you know, less government insight and regulation on stuff, though. Um, but for him, I think there's going to be another lawsuit of whatever capacity or <laughs> scandal or something they're going to throw at him, though. I really don't think that this, uh, 
ballot thing is going to take him off though, which I think mm-hmm. Colorado just put him back on the ballot and they left up to the Supreme Court. But then yeah, it's Maine, like frozen or something. Yeah, right? they. I think they got a lot of kickback from it. Mm-hmm. I think what they did was they wanted to stir the pot and then mm-hmm. pull all their ingredients out to see where it ends up. And two, I you know I don't think they want to have a bunch of lawsuits against themselves though either. But I know the the what the main Secretary of State pulled him off the ballot yeah. though. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I feel like for twenty twenty four looking on for Trump at least, I feel like there's gonna be another sort of scandal so to speak. Um, and then two, if he's not able, if there isn't any, if there isn't any debates between him and him and Biden or Biden and whoever. Um, I feel like that's going to really ruffle off feathers within the democratic mm-hmm. system of voting and how we operate. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's so up in the air, man. And then on top of that, too, with the wars going on and everything <laughs> else right now, though, too, which is going to wrap up and go down, yeah. though, but that's going <laughs> to definitely um, bring a lot of scrutiny upon uh, Biden. It's a it's so. a pretty scary time. I mean, oh, it's like, terrifying, dude. Like, a, just like, like staying on the ballot thing for a second, yeah. I mean, I'm really conflicted on it because— I think technically the like it what he did does qualify as insurrection technically but also you do you really want to use the courts to solve an electoral problem like I feel like Trump was voted in so for to make him go away he has to not be elected like yes. you can't use the courts cuz it just feels well it's going to fuel violence it's going to fuel anger on the right it's going to have more conspiracies and yes. and I I just feel like it'll make a Biden victory, even more of a conspiracy. Oh, 100%. You know? Well, and on top of that, too, it's like, here's another issue, too. It's like, okay, at the end of the day, Trump is a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Okay. Has he been convicted of insurrection? Right. He yeah. has not yet in the court. Of, he has not yet in the court of law. And everybody just going off like saying, oh, you did this, you did this, you did this. It's like, hey, well, in our, in, in our, in the black and white of our, our justice system, it's okay, you have to be convicted in order to, hey, you were. You were convicted of that crime. Yeah. He hasn't been convicted of that stuff yet, but people are all pointing fingers and go along with this whole narrative thing that it's like, okay, well, how would you feel if, you know, not you were in the same position he was, though, but, hey, people are just pointing fingers at you saying you did this, you did this, you did this, though, but you have been convicted of it in front of, you know, your um, a, uh, a jury of your peers right. and go throughout the, you know, a judicial process. Yeah. And that that's the issue of this whole thing, though. It's like, hey, you know, this is a two-way street here. Yeah. So make sure that if you cross, you want to cross all your T's and dot all your I's. And if he's convicted, okay, he's convicted. You know, whoop de do though. But that's the reason why we have our justice system in place, though, is for yeah. that happens, though. It's a fair, it's, I mean, I on black and white, it's a fair and equal justice system. But in application, obviously, it gets a little. If, <laughs> if you're going to shoot the king, don't miss. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like <laughs> I agree with the classified documents case. Like, I think that's the most damning for him just because they gave him like a year to um Cop to, to, to give them yeah. back and he like i think just because of his ego he wanted to keep them and and but but starting with the stormy daniels case and then the defamation yeah. case and now you know trying to see if he can do business in new york yeah like it's it's just getting exhausting and i feel like they did not shoot the king they like shot him with a blank and now like the king's fired up and well, that and it's like okay, you, you guys haven't gotten him anything, so it's like okay, he's he's been been able to brush a lot of stuff off though, and it's like okay, well, where where are we gonna go with this? And it's 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 but it's, it's all, but you know with the classified documents thing once again, it's a two way street though. So you know, I, I remember the whole thing about Biden having classified documents in his thing though. It's okay, well, regardless if it's one piece of paper or, you know, a whole uh, him, him filing and, cabinet though, it's yeah. still a classified document. So him and Pence did turn them back in right away. Like, yes. like there is a difference because 
Because, like, even the, like, like, the Tucker Carlson types are all like, oh, well, you know, they all do this. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, why did Trump want to keep them? Even though, yes. they, you know, like, they're, they are different, but to the base, of course, they're not. You yes. know, like, to the average. And, that, and that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, like, you know, if you're going to go, if, because I guarantee you going back, you know, throughout history, all the presidents have kept classified secret documents or still discuss stuff with, you know, yeah. whoever. But, you know. Just like, hey, if you're gonna hold him to that standard, hold everybody to that standard. I agree. Too. And that—that's where I kind of stand on that whole thing of like, okay, well, if we're actually gonna, you know, go after this whole thing, you know, go after it. Or two, if you're going after him for that though, you better watch your six though too, because <laughs> you know, if you're doing the same stuff though, you're just as guilty, regardless of who. Well, yeah, is. and I mean, what 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 is different about him is in 2016 he was kind of like I'll be your voice, and he was you know the populist kind of yeah. funny. But it seems like over the last year and a half, he's it's it's now like revenge, and not not that same like oh I'm gonna fight for you now it's like I'm going after my enemies yes and again that that type of stuff really scares me yeah and um and also like going off of that a little bit I think it was Jonathan Carl had a really good um he's a he he, he writes a lot of books on Trump but yeah. but he was just talking about how. He's he's kind of just with the Bannon types now. Like all the other people are gone, like the kind of sane people, and now it's just like Stephen Miller and Steve Bannon and all these like national conservatives. Yeah, and so like I think revenge w would be in the Trump 2.0 thing, and that that does scare me. I mean, of course he's incompetent at the same time. So like, how much could he actually do? I don't know, but well, and <clears throat> I think it was, it was on breaking points. Like Sagar even taught Saga and Crystal were. I think discussing something along some lines of this, so it's like Trump's his own worst enemy. And if he just sat back and did his own thing, mm -hmm. and not only did his own thing, but he just sat back and shut up, <laughs> the, the, the left would shoot themselves in the foot across the board, and then he yeah. and then you know he would have been fine though. But he just has to have his hat and ring and whatever else. Does, so yeah, yeah. Do you know what else is funny too? Is like if he didn't run for president. <laughs> Like, cause he he's been playing with fire, like legal fire, his whole life, yeah. And like, none of this would be under scrutiny if he just never ran for president. But it's because he's so blatant in in the open, and he's yes. he's like the most powerful guy in the world. Like, yes, it, yeah, you're totally right. He's his own worst yeah. enemy. So I mean, I I'll be honest with you, I don't know what 2024 is gonna bring, man. <laughs> Me neither. I I wouldn't be surprised if Trump got elected. I wouldn't be surprised if Biden got elected, and I wouldn't be surprised if that you know I'm not saying that like election stolen type things that that turn has been twisted and watered down or whatever else in whatever capacity though but you know i wouldn't be surprised if, if something were to come of that though so yeah and if i guarantee you if biden gets elected the right's gonna you know those hardcore right wingers are gonna go absolute ape shit and oh, yeah. um you know i i saw this reel on instagram the other day and i know it's just a quick you know soundbite type thing but um the uh the guy was saying you know when's the last time that you know, somebody went. Somebody, somebody went after a elected official, um, over uh over election stuff, and it was I know it's a bad term. Anyways, but it's pretty much saying that like when everybody when uh, uh Lincoln was running for president, similar things happened where you know they started you know going after the other side and and uh, well what came of came of you know after Lincoln okay we had a civil war after that though and. I do I think it's gonna to get to that level? No, because people want to sit at home and watch Civil War on TV. Generally <laughs> yeah. speaking, I don't think people are really gonna take up arms just because it's a different time frame and different uh, mindset of society. Oh, yeah. But um, still, you know, can it create that you know bigger divide than we already think we have going on? I think that's definitely possible. Yeah, we also like we have like like rural areas are red and cities are blue, so it's like. 
I don't know how a civil war would even work at this point. You know what I mean? Like, what would... Well, the left doesn't like guns, so how are they supposed to take up arms? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Well, well, and also, like, what what do you do? Does, like, does like L.A. get invaded by Bakersfield? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just wouldn't... It, it just wouldn't check out. I, I think, honestly, what it would be, though, is just to be... I don't think it'd be a take up arms type of civil war. I think it'd be much more along lines of uh, to be lines in the sand of like, yeah. hey, this is this is this side now, and that's your side. You Probably like the, the troubles, other. like in Ireland or like or yeah. like the Balkans, where yeah. it's like you just have like random terror attacks and like you know, kind of really divided society where like if yeah. you're an Irish Catholic, you would not want to be in yeah. the Protestant parts of the. Well, I think we discussed you know, it last time on like what would happen if if the lights go out, right? Yeah. You know, give it two weeks, and then you know your neighbor. Hey, Phil, how's it going? Oh, they're good. You know, kids down at you know UCSB or whatever. Oh, that's UCSB. good. How's you and the missus? Oh, we're gonna do a trip to Europe here soon. <laughs> right. Well, you know, when Phil's running out of food and he understands that you might have a little bit more. Okay, Phil's not gonna be your friend anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that's gonna turn full on savagery, and that's where it's gonna turn to. It's not. That's not gonna be a civil war. I mean, that's gonna be a whole degradation of society and that's it's it's a slow process but you know the steps will be in place that eventually you'll get to that point of like um you know like say if you have one terrorist attack it takes out the power the the, the uh you know the the uh the, the power grid yeah okay that's how you get to those points you know what i mean so i and, and that's based off of you know somebody getting pissed off of the system just wants to do something you know to make a statement but that statement's definitely gonna um have a lot more repercussion effects so where it's like you know, all of us are just trying to live right now. You know, it's like we're just trying to live right now and do our thing. So, have you um, have you heard of the movie Leave the World Behind? It's um, it's a new Netflix movie with um, Ethan Hawke, the guy from. Oh, Green is that Book. the one that uh, Obama? Yeah, produced or whatever. It's it's kind of interesting. Which tinfoil hat? It is kind of interesting that they produced it because yeah. literally the whole plot is an actual CIA like op like psyop that they would do to a different country where it's like spoiler alert people yeah spoiler alert skip forward the next minute but (laughs) but basically what happens is there's a cyber attack that wipes out like all of our grids and so ethan hawk and his family are staying at this airbnb in new york and the guy who owns the airbnb shows up in the middle of the night with his daughter and he's a defense contractor and he basically his clients have all like sold their money and fled the country and he basically it's a prop propaganda war where like they're dropping Iranian pamphlets in cities and then Chinese pamphlets in other cities. So America's like turning on each other about who did who did it. And then the government falls and the movie ends with a mushroom cloud over DC. And it's Wow. And it's basically how the CIA said they would they could bring down like a third world government. But because like Kevin Bacon's bring down a third world government? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Kevin Bacon's character says basically you if your country is already weak internally, all you need is like a propaganda war to end it. Oh and yeah, it's kind of Russia's been doing yeah. this. And well, yeah, and that's and, and that's the one thing too. It's it's a it's a double edged sword we have here because we have a free and open society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, I feel like us as Americans and I'm not trying to go down on a rabbit hole, but <laughs> we are losing our identity as who we are. You know, I mean, it it for me at the end of the day, we're all Americans. We all need to take care of each other. But I feel like a lot of people are losing that idea. Of like, well. I don't mean to cuss on your podcast, but fuck America. Yeah. And they're just trying to do their own thing when it's like, no, like we all collectively together here are doing our thing. You know, we all have to go shopping. We all want to go enjoy this. We all want to go to national parks and see that stuff. But we're all part of that whole thing. We have to have that common, you know, baseline identity. Um, You know, and some people hate the American flag, but 
Um, it also represents a, as who we are because guess what? America also got rid of slavery, you know, here. Americans got rid of slavery here. Americans, um, you know, started the civil rights movement. Americans, you know, uh, got rid of Nazis during World War II and everything else. So on the flip side of that, though, too, are there, you know, Americans that are Nazis? Are there Americans that, you know, are they're still racist? 100% though, but us collectively as Americans, you know, can push forward and get through this whole thing. So um, I think our issue, too, yeah. Is like, because I, I sometimes understand why, like, why some people are critical. Like, but I, I agree too that you need like social cohesion in a society where you agree with, like, like where you all love the country you're in. You exactly, know? And yes. Because, like, I, I think the problem is we've been too comfortable and successful for too long. And, like, we kind of have this self hatred now. Like, like we've, yes. we've, we've had so much time to look internally and criticize ourselves that. And, and then also like TikTok, I think is the big thing here. Like, we're we're not getting the you really Chinese. Sound in your age right now. Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> well, we're not getting the Chinese TikTok. Yes. They censor theirs yes. and have screen time limits and stuff. And we're getting all these pro Hamas videos and all these Pravda war you know videos going out there. And it's turning. It's kind of like that movie I was talking about. Is like it's turning younger generations into like 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 that Bin Laden thing. You know, going yeah. around where. Everyone's like, oh, I totally understand Bin Laden now. No, you don't. You, you watched the TikTok video, and now you hate what, the U.S. and think Bin Laden's good? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, yeah. No, I mean, actually getting into that, what do you think happens in Israel in 2024? <laughs> um, That's been a fun one, hasn't it? Well, um, you know, whatever, whatever you believe in, the universe, God, whatever, decided to put, a, you know, Two religions that really don't like each other around each other. <laughs> yeah. Or excuse me, well, three of them, really, throughout yeah. history. Yeah, true. Um, and that's what we're doing, man. We're just repeating history. Um, yeah, I just think, with better I, weapons. <laughs> yeah, and the scary part about though is like, yeah, we're repeating history, but we've also, I feel like, in an educated society we are now, this isn't the Crusades where we didn't have internet and, you know, 99% of the world wasn't literate. Whatever yeah. capacity it, Whatever capacity literate was back in, you know, back then. But, um, you know, it's, just, it's crazy to think that less than 100 years ago, we were putting people in the ovens. Yeah. And now, you know, there's a whole rhetoric, you know, against those people that are just back in. I'm not justifying, you know, actions on both sides or whatever else. So, but what I'm getting at, though, is, like, we still haven't gotten past our old ways. To me, it just seems like a relapse is what it is. Yeah. And um, in case of Israel, uh, I this whole thing is going to continue on. I really do think it's going to yeah. continue on. Um to the point where, um, you know, I think last night, uh, three U.S. troops in Iraq were wounded. One was critically wounded and had to be put into a medically induced coma um, from attack from a uh, Iranian um, uh, from Iranian uh, attack drone in, mm-hmm. um, yes. in yeah Iranian attack drone in Iraq. So it's just it's it's going to turn into a I don't want to say death by a thousand cuts, but a blow up by a thousand cuts. I guess you want to call it that. Um, just because all these people are going to get their hands in the pot and, you know, one thing's going to lead to another. And I, the U.S. is itching to get involved. Like, there's a crap ton of U.S. forces that are over yeah. there. Um, especially increased since this whole thing in Israel has kicked off. And I just think it's um, it's nothing's going to die down. Um, they're never going to get along. We try to... As much as the, you know, unless you are a Middle Eastern expert that have lived there, you know, a considerable amount of time and, you know, studied it ad nauseum, you know, we don't know what it's like to live there. 
you know, no. and we don't know that, you know, whatever's been put into your head from, you know, nurturing and childhood and everything else. So, um, you know, um, my buddy of mine, when we were overseas, um, if you had a Israeli stamp in your passport, mm. you weren't allowed into, into right. their country. You know what I mean? And, you know, for us, though, we don't really think about stuff like that. Right. And it just, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think, I, I know for, I'm pretty sure that it's going to go on throughout the year. Um, at what capacity? I don't know. I mean, could, could we be redrawing our map lines of what Gaza is a year from now? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, I, I mainly agree with you there. And, like, I think my my thing here is that I'm kind of worried about how divergent our country is on it and how extreme kind of both sides are on it. Like, you have, like, the Nikki Haley's and the Ron DeSantis's saying there's no good Palestinians and we need to level Gaza. And, you know, they want to cancel anyone and ban students from even protesting. And I'm like, that violates free speech. Yes. They're, you know, trying to get... Like, I didn't like what that um, the Harvard gay lady, you know, said. Oh, the uh, the, the genocide thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think she had a point that kids have the right to say death to Israel as long as they don't actually hurt Jewish students. Yes. Like, unfortunately, that's just the way the First Amendment works, yes. right? And, and it just seems like the right is going very anti-free speech now all of a sudden. And also kind of want to maybe help Netanyahu level Gaza. And then the well, left is they're like, going off of the old school mentality of like, oh, then there's those brown people over there. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. And, and it's like, nah, dude, like that's, it's, it's not how it is. You no, know? And guess what? Who's going to have to go do it? Because it's probably not going to be yeah. your sons and daughters that are going to go do it that you're preaching about. It's going to no. be, you know, people from my past life. And, yeah. you know, if it really gets bad, I might even get called up myself yeah. to go back though too. And yeah. that's the last thing I want to do. I mean, honestly, it's like, like, I'm not saying we don't need to be involved because we are involved in everybody else's world politics now, but you know, we're just, it's it's just frustrating because we're just trying to yeah trying to do our thing and, and or not trying to do our thing, but it's just like like, like that's one thing I do do did appreciate about Trump when he was talking about the Ukrainian war with the Russia is like you know stop the killing that's all we want to do. Now and, and now of course I, I will interrupt and say yeah. Trump's plan would be to give Putin. Crimea, Donetsk. No, no, but I'm just saying, but that, but that's like, where I stand on too. Just like you know, I don't want like like yeah. stop killing, like yeah. for the love of God, please. Like yeah. we would be so much better off in society. We just stop killing each other. But yeah, once again, that's also history though too. I so. mean, yeah, I, I just think what what irritates me in Congress is like they're debating border Israel Ukrainian aid when the irony is all three of them are actually like very linked. Like like. There's not an axis of evil, but there's kind of like an axis of outcasts that's kind of like Iran, China, Russia, North Korea, yeah. countries that don't like the Western, like post-World War II order and want to just... So they're only unified in hating the West, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, who was who's giving Russia the drones that are attacking Ukraine? Iran. Yeah. And why has Putin not said anything about Israel? Because, well, they're in cahoots with Iran helping the Houthi rebels in, in Yemen, yeah. you know, and... China and North Korea. I mean, it's to me, it's and then you have the Red Sea blockage now. It, it seems to me like maybe it wouldn't be a world war, but it could be a world at war, if that makes sense. Like, just because there's so many conflicts, and then you have the just Wagner, a bunch of proxy wars going yeah, on. Yeah, like so. kind of a new Cold War, I guess, would be, but yeah, we're a yeah, hot that, Cold War. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense. And then you have like the Wagner group in, in Africa, like in Sudan, funding you know, the, the militia groups there, and you have a genocide happen. I mean, it's... Yeah. Isn't it fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what What do you think happens in Ukraine? And it, it, Does that just stalemate, or...? So, um, I 
can't, uh, I can't remember if I was listening to a podcast or reading a report recently, but they'd said that something like Russia has depleted 80% of their, <laughs> of their regular army. That's insane. Yeah. Um, is it good for us as in just, you know, U.S. versus Russia type thing? Like, you know, like Red Dawn type stuff? Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, he still has nukes, so it's a whole different ballgame in there. But um, I think in the case of Ukraine, um, I feel like a lot of people are pissed off about all the money that uh, that we're sending over to Ukraine and not really seeing too much for it. Um, you know, at the beginning, yeah, I was all about helping them out and you know trying to do a thing because they were a sovereign nation that was invaded. Yeah, yeah. But um, once again, we also don't live there, so we don't understand that there are certain regions that identify more with Russia than they do with Ukraine. So I'm not gonna get into all that though. But I think honestly, honestly, in uh, for the future of Ukraine, I feel like it's it's just gonna continue and it's just gonna turn into a war torn country. I mean, I feel like Ukraine might turn into you know some similar to Libya, and I feel like that uh, um, Zelensky is just gonna turn into a. Uh, He's going to get desperate and he's going to start doing dumb moves because he's not receiving the funding from us and he's going to start doing some other stuff, though. Yeah. Either or get killed at some point. So yeah. um, I, it's really kind of up there what's going to happen in Ukraine. I also I just see it's just going to turn into a, a, um, a failed state and uh, it, this whole thing's going to continue on for years and years and years. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be it, though. So what about you? I mean... I I am not I've never been into like popular cult like figures and Zelensky's kind of become that. Yeah. From day one, I was like, it was great when he says, "I don't need a ride, I need ammo." Like, yes, he was kind of the moral leader at the beginning. And but it was a different time in the it, war. It was. Yeah. And and the problem is, there's so many reports. Even the Ukraine's top general put an op-ed out in the Economist talking about how it's a stalemate. They're losing money. Zelensky's power hungry. Like. It seems like he might become more autocratic. Yes. And, but then also, Russia can't take these parts because it sets just such a bad precedent for what other countries can do. It completely just annihilates the idea of sovereignty, you know? And, like, Venezuela is talking about annexing the Guyanese um, oil fields. Because, you know, the economy's shit. Yeah. And they, they, there was a huge oil discovery off the coast of Guyana. And Venezuela was like, let's hold a referendum. 99% yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's go invade. So, all, and then it, it emboldens China. It, it just seems like... I'm, and also then there's Transnistria in Moldova, which I think Putin... The government in Transnistria is already pro-Russian and they're yeah. trying to... And then there's Belarus. They have a plan to annex Belarus by 2030. Like... I don't think Putin's going to be invading America anytime soon. No, he's but, not. No. But he wants a new Soviet-style area. Yeah, and, and I don't like that. And so my problem is the, the Republicans in the House that are pretty much blocking this without the border aid, they are also the same ones meeting with Viktor Orban's government in Hungary that's, tr- that's pro-Putin. So like to me, the quiet part is that a lot of the MAGA Republicans kind of like Putin and kind of like... Because he's anti-woke, he's kind of a nationalist, he's seen as a powerful cult-like figure, and and I'm worried that there's a lot in the Republican House specifically that would kind of be okay if we didn't fund Ukraine anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... It, it, it's good. It's, once again, we're talking about 2024. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It, it is going to be interesting. So. Um, any hot takes, predictions? We probably got to get out of here. Packers game starts soon, yeah. but any... Um, 
Any hot takes for 2024? Could be in non-politics. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I really don't know, man. I, I think everybody's so wrapped up in politics right now. It's going to be insane. Um, <laughs> just, oh, I really don't. The only thing I would say, though, is just, um, you know, know your neighbors. Know people yeah. around you. Um, discuss stuff with them. Um, you know, and... Yeah, all the stuff you see on the news, like yeah, some crazy stuff, like the the like the article we spoke about when we first opened the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, generally speaking, yeah, yeah, there every there's a lot of good people out there, and uh, don't shoot your siblings them. over Christmas presents. Yes. Yeah, you know, or in general, I guess. Um, so just just be there for everybody, and you know, go outside, enjoy enjoy what we have here, and you know, really, actually, you know, the, I guess my hot take would be for twenty twenty four, just appreciate America for what it is. Like I said before, we've. We have our scars and we have our issues, but uh, guess what? We also were able to pull out of it and go to a national park. I know I've probably said that before, on the video, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, you know, go to a national park, go see what we have to offer and um, really appreciate what it is and take care of yourself though too. Um, you know, if you're doing something bad, I know it's, we're about to have a bunch of people have their uh, New, Year's, New Year's resolutions. Um, as much as I say, you know, yeah, start now, not, you know, in you know, tomorrow, which tomorrow is New Year's. So if it is tomorrow, then, then, you know, stick with it. Actually commit yourself to it and uh, um, just in, just enjoy it. And because, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't as lucky as we are and um, just appreciate for what we got. I like that. Yeah. And message to the pro-Hamas protesters, maybe don't block airports or people trying to get to work because it doesn't make you popular. Um, maybe at least protest on a campus or maybe at a football game, but at 8 a.m. on the, you know, the 405 in L.A., blocking people just trying to get to their job, they're already road rage and mad. Don't do that. Yeah, just, just have some taste, okay? And um, no, I think that's, that's well said, John. I agree. I'm going to try to be a pescatarian for a while starting tomorrow. So that's my... Uh, so tonight I will eat a lot of meat. So anyways, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a crazy year, but just, just stay sane through it. So as always, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. You guys know the rest. Have a great night. Everybody.